Well, the clock struck 11, but 11.57 is when it struck me that I just couldn't stay. So I jumped on my scooter, headed home to my computer, where that damn work firewall couldn't get in the way. of the day and this day would probably break with no mirror there to break me away but it's like a band-aid on the gravestone of the USA holy shit welcome to nooner on the smodco podcast internet network i am a host merp something like that my name is marty i'm here with Face is familiar, can... No, that... Mm, whatever. Hi, uh, what's your name? Hi. Uh, hi, I'm John, and uh, I'm an alcoholic. Hi, John. Um, it's... Uh, I'm uh, really happy to be here, very grateful. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I got confused. Yeah, you, oh. your timing's a little off. Oh, oh, hi. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm not drunk. Uh, I, I know what's going on. I just, it's not, I didn't just wake up. Marty, how the hell are you? Tell me how you are. You never, you never just tell me how you're doing. You're always concerned about, about me and my problems and my answers to your hard questions. You never actually answer the hard questions for yourself. You never, you, you always put all the pressure on me and then blame me for not doing improv correctly. How are you doing, John? Oh, fuck. See? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about me. And I'm speaking directly into the mic because JP and Tyson are telling me that I'm not speaking into the mic. I could not speak into the mic any more. But, oh, I mean, well, Tyson finally got validation. Yeah, I can always hear you. Like if you yeah. didn't have your you mic You know why? On. Because I learned to project when I went to drama school. Drama? I didn't go to drama school. That, if I went to drama school, do you think I would pronounce the word room the way I pronounce it? Or drama as drama? Dra- right, exactly. No, I mean, you want to make fun of me about my, no, my problems? No, I'm, I'm just stating facts. So when you state facts that are about me that are funny, is that making fun of me or is that just? Um, it's especially like if it who, hurts your feelings. It's great. If, if, if it's, if, if, is the comedy emanating from me in a kind of a natural way? Is it God or is it you? Like who's going to get paid for these jokes? It's kind of like The Room. Is The Room really funny? The movie? The Room? W- the Room with uh, Tommy Wiseau. You know, and- I have, you know, I have to tell you, I've never seen it. When people tell me something is, oh my God, it is so terrible, I tend to like not go. Right, because who wants to watch things that are terrible? I a lot of people apparently it's been running, you know, at this one theater in Los Angeles for like ten years, right? Yeah, and then there's there's all these other directors out there. There's like the guy who did Birdemic one and two. And you know, Birdemic is Bird, called, uh, Birdemic. It's this. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst name ever. Another immigrant filmmaker who made this like horrible, horrible movie 
about like with just the worst special effects and uh, there like it was kitschy he made money off of the first one and then yeah. deliberately made the second one extra kitschy and at that point like you're, you you've missed out on the joke if you made the first one in earnest and then are just trying to milk the gag, you know, because you're trying to. I don't know, but I, I, I don't know if I disagree. I don't know if I disagree. What you just said is that he, he, he saw that he made the first one in earnest, and that it was bad, and then he made the second one on bad on purpose. He got the joke. I think he's abusing the joke. Is it is the joke by God or is it by you or is it by him? I. And what do you have against immigrants? These are uh, all questions. You know, like if fucking Biden would like do something at the border, this country would be great again. Yeah. yeah. I think you should do it at the border. Yeah. Um, you know, lock it, seal it up. He should seal it up. No. I mean, no. I don't, you know, it's a very tough question. Back in the 70s, um, the borders like the southern border was fairly porous you know there was mm-hmm. a there was a migrant population that would come over the border from mexico work during the day in the fields and then go home at the end of the night and well yes that I means sometimes they would work in the fields and go home at the end of the season sure but but they there was a large population that would just move freely back and forth. Yeah. And then and they what, were called migrant workers because yeah. they worked so, and they migrated. What happened? No, they they didn't. They they were itinerant. They were not migrant because migrating Im, like implies that they were migrating, immigrating into the com- country. No, no, it doesn't. Migra- migratory birds go back and forth. Oh, fair, fair. So the... The problem was when they sealed the border, then these workers who yes. were came over, they were like, wait, my family's back there. I'm going to bring mm-hmm. them over. Yeah. And then they brought them over. And mm-hmm. that caused a, a huge impact uh, for better or worse. I, you know, I don't know. It just it that. No, it's mostly bad. Free that free flow of people was um, just it changed everything. Uh, you know, back in the day, in the 1700s, all the way into the 1880s, there were porous borders. There were no border restrictions. Is that right? That is right. All over the world? No, I'm talking about this country. Oh. Oh, I thought I thought it was kind of over all over the world as well. No? Uh, it depends what part of the world. I'm sure that in France, they were like, no, no, stay on your side. I don't know if that's true. I think I think actually there were porous borders, but but um I read an article about what you're talking about and it was and what happened or at least according to this article was that there were always laws against people um crossing back and forth without permission, but they weren't enforced. And then this um marine was given the job of making of immigration and he decided he was just going to follow the law and then he he sealed off the border the way it was supposed to be according to law but not the way anybody in, really intended it to be and certainly not the way that our, our agricultural system was was working Dependent and on 
yeah. and dependent on and um and not in a way that worked for what was really happening in um in the country yeah and it caused like a huge like um it tore apart you families you nightmare yeah well no it tore apart families it created a lot of stress on our social services it uh it a lot of people died to this day crossing the border and yeah it used to be they could just go across at places that were safe yeah so it, it's and, uh, really really depressing uh i, I by the way i, I just want to stop and, and say that i'm I, i'm very very sorry i started the stream late i i have some old technology and uh will said we got to fix that so hopefully i will get that fixed um as soon as possible um what old technology are you using? Is it is that hamster still running in the to get your power and stuff? It's a living. <laughs> I, <laughs> For those of you who are under the age of of seventy, 55. that was a reference to the Flintstones that I appreciated. <laughs> That's you are my only audience besides Tyson and Chris and JP. Let us know how you're yeah, doing. Of, uh, you know, I don't trust none of them got that. Yeah, I don't trust my my internet skills. You know, I work in technology, uh, and to you, you to, write about it. You don't know how to use it. I, I'm like, have you, you? You tell other people how to use it. Right, right. But I never, I've never tested it. It's so funny. I'm just like, it should work yeah. this way. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. it it is. One and people get and you get paid for that. I should get paid for that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it it is funny that you know. For those of you who don't know, I'm I'm a professional writer, and I do technical writing, and it is appalling how many technical writers don't actually test their work. And mm -hmm. like this has happened multiple times where I like will I, I I only know of one. I will review somebody's work and I'm like, I tried this. It doesn't work. Did you? And they'll uh, they'll say, well, um, no. I just went with what they told me to write down. That's not I'm how sorry, it works. It's crazy. And so if I can get it to work, then then it's gonna work because I can't even get a simple podcast to work. <clears throat> well, in your defense, Marty, you've only been doing this for uh, 11 years. 13 years. 13 what? years. 13 years. We were about to celebrate our 10th anniversary for the entire time I was on this podcast, and now it's suddenly 13 years? Yep. How come we never celebrate any, any birthdays for this podcast? Because I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Oh my goodness! Yep, yeah. It sounded like a fake laugh because I thought it was funny at first, and then, and then as I started laughing hard, I realized it wasn't that funny. And then uh, it also—I'm very tired. I was—I—I I, I stayed up uh, really late all weekend um, for not fun reasons. But I, before we get into that, I want to—I want to just throw out this. Uh, can I throw out a topic that we didn't? Uh, just a. I—I—I—I I, I, I got tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen. The boss in in December, and uh, he is uh, he's old. 
Yeah. I think he's like seven, 75 or something. Okay. Looks um, like and, like 72. Yeah. And, he, he looks uh, great. and uh, Clarence Clemens, his saxophone player, died uh, about 10 years ago. And somebody um, else just died too, right? Yeah. Danny Federici, the, uh, um, the organist, um, passed away a couple years ago or last year. Um, and, uh, Anyway, so and and I'm gonna go. I've seen I've seen Springsteen a bunch of times, um, and uh, he's he was he's always really fantastic. He's a great showman, really great showman. Um, but uh, oh my God, Siri sucks. I'm trying to fucking okay. So he is 73 years old. So I was and and my friend. Um, a friend of mine went and saw Taylor Swift, and uh, so these tickets—I got two tickets for like six hundred dollars. It's ridiculous, and they're not good. They're not good seats. Um, and my, fr- but they're at the Forum, so you know that's pretty much everything in the Forum is pretty good. Um, and my friends went and saw Taylor Swift at that new stadium, and uh, she paid uh, about two thousand dollars for one ticket, and um. And now she's uh, she's going to lose her house, but she really liked the show. So the question I have two questions for you, Marty. Would you pay? Who would you pay two thousand dollars to go see? And who do you want to see, if you if anybody, before they die? I don't really like a lot of live shows. Yeah, I, I find that the music sounds better when you're listening to it. Through all sorts of, you know, knobs, you lying down and knobs and and whatever faders, things that I can't work, things that I don't know how to work. So I'm like, hey, they can work it. That's pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> so so when you go to a live show, you're just standing by the soundboard, yeah, like looking at all the flashing <laughs> It sounds like me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, there's not a lot of there's n- nothing that I would really pay that much money for. I, I find is there anybody you'd like to see? Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of really great shows. Um, mm-hmm. I I think like I I wish I had seen Prince when he had a residency and he charged like thirty bucks a ticket at the forum, yeah. which is pretty, I went three times and and. Uh, each time Best was ever. each time was worse than the last. It was it was it was fantastic. Yeah, and just Prince, the, the it spirit, was fantastic. the spirit of it was so great. Uh, I did have a coworker who went. Chaka to, Khan got up one week and then who was that? one time and then Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. That's all I want to do. And then um, and Sheila E was uh, came up the next uh, show I went to. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she leads, and she felt for me. She leads the glamorous life, so it's no yes, wonder. Yes, she does. Um, so, but my I had a coworker who went to see Taylor Swift and paid sixty eight dollars for a floor seat, and she said that it was better than the hundreds of dollars that she spent for the first night she went. She spent sixty eight dollars. Yeah, for a floor seat. Yeah, uh, for whatever, like you know, standing room only. 
on the floor. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's how much my friend paid $2,000 for four seats. Oh, your friend's a sucker. I thought so too. I mean, you know, I didn't, uh, anyway, yeah. It's just, it's just crazy expensive. But the reason I'm going, I would not go unless if I thought that Bruce was going to tour again. Yeah, I I would, you know, because I mean Prince and 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 Bruce. Once you go see one of those guys, and you can't see Prince anymore, you're kind of. Although Taylor Swift apparently played for three and a half hours. Yeah, no, she put on an amazing show, from what I heard. And and my friend, yeah. my coworker, had a spare ticket, and I was like, uh, sure is nice sitting at home. Uh, but I kind of wish I had gone. Kinda. But I wish you had gone too. I wish you were the kind of person who had gone because then, it, you know, everything would be, would be more interesting. More, it would be, my life would be more interesting. Yeah. This podcast no, certainly would it be. It was actually, the reason why I didn't is because it was, she actually offered it to my wife. And then my wife said, well, if you don't have two, fuck it. Um, really? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Because she had a friend she wanted, she wanted to go yeah, with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? She wanted to go with Humphrey, the blind, deaf dog. I think he's getting deaf now. Um, so Tyson says that he would like to see Ben Folds before he dies. Did you ever see Ben, ben Folds? Ben Folds not gonna die. I never did. No, no. But, but we, I, I we think, used to be I in a probably... theater. We used to be in a theater company with his first wife. Um, I, you know, I think I think Kate was his second wife. Second wife. Oh, he's he just they, those rock stars quote-unquote rock yeah. stars they just churn through them yeah she was she was she was like uh she was one of those crypt, crypto sexy girls he had glasses and you kind of thought i don't know yeah i was right kate was uh second wife he's been married he, he's he's been married five times ben folds Nice work if you can get it. He is, and he's such a nerd. It's kind of funny. Well, there are a lot of crypto girls that that will go for a nerd. You know, turns out. Yeah. So the thing about did you ever Ben Folds was the uh, uh, one of the host slash judges for this weird acapella singing competition show. I'm out. Yeah, it was. Uh, I watched it because of Kate. Not be, and this is long after this person that we're talking about. Um, she uh, was married to Ben for like a minute and a half, and uh, she was involved in starting the theater, uh, Sacred Fools. Yeah, they were married in 1996, and they were divorced in guess what year? 1996. That's correct. <laughs> so. so. And the entire time they were married, he was on tour. It's kind of sad. Um, Best six months of his life. So, and uh, but the the song is he has a song called Kate. It's about her. Um, but uh, it was he was like, he was very uh, Kate. What's your last name? I can't remember. <laughs> In three part harmony with his five. Yeah, but he has some great songs. He, he he would be good. He probably is pretty fun live. I saw. Um, I told. I talked about it before. Uh, it's not. It's not. And it's Anderson. Anderson Pack. 
Yeah. Anderson East, not not Anderson Pack. Anderson East, who's uh who's kind of this uh pop rock soul singer from uh I don't know where he's from, but he's great and he gave a good live show. It was at the Troubadour, it was very small. But he's got a, a bunch of good songs. It's fun to go see people and have you ever have you been to anything anything uh lately small uh music or anything like that uh yeah i think what the last thing i saw was maybe the baths they're a new zealand band uh i think i saw something else since then oh i went to see this other prog rock band that i thought it was a snore fest um but uh I, i'm gonna go see the 25th anniversary of the postal service that's what what's is that what? What you is know, that? The, the postal service. I'm thinking it's a sign. Then the mirrors in our eyes are mirrors. the freckles in our eyes are mirrors. Do 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 do. I, you know the uh, the guy from. Um, was that was that a song? Was that some death uh, cab uh, imitation of a cat being strangled? Death cab for cutie. You, you, it's a Pacific Northwest band. You should know them. I think Death Cab for Cab for Cutie was from Chicago, but okay. But uh, so they're from Chicago, but um, he did a a musical collab when he was in the Pacific Northwest with a guy who lived in New York, uh, and they would email not email they would actually physically mail CDs back and forth to each other as they were making this album called Give Up. And it's got uh-huh. Jenny Lewis on it. You would know, you can, you would know the song if you heard it. Um, okay, Death Cab for Cutie is from Bellingham, Washington. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I apologize. No, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna go see them, but you know, I I've seen Death Cab for Cutie. And I thought they were really boring, so I'm not that excited about it. But the wife wanted to go. Uh, yeah. I, lo- I love that album. The album is a great, great album. They only did one album, um, and it, it's pretty spectacular. Death Cab for Cutie only did one album. No, or no, postal the postal, service? the postal service. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it's just a, it's a spectacular album, uh, and you know, lots of hits on it, or one big hit. Um, Such great heights is, I think, the name of the song. But uh, you know, it's at the Bowl, which is a great venue to see it. But I don't need to. I don't know. You know, it's just the the more the the more I get up in years, the more curmudgeonly I become, and I'm just like, man. Which is really amazing. Couldn't when you think think I couldn't get more? There I go. It's astonishing. uh, Yeah, the level of curmudgeonness. And I also get upset. Curmudgeonry. Curmudgeonosity. The when I think about. When I look at a ticket and it's like, oh, $25 face value, and then all of a sudden I'm paying $13 in fees and all this stuff, or or there's yeah. the, 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 I've been cheated out of tickets for, you know, at a, by scalpers. So I, I just find the whole thing distasteful. But there, you know, JP, he works for a ticketing, a digital ticketing service. And so he's, he's part of the problem. No, no, they they came up with a way to, um, to counter scalpers, and it, it really? yeah. So you register 
and then you get a secret access code and a text message right before 20 to 60 minutes before your I mean it's a lot of hoops to go through to prevent scalpers from like you know just cornering the market um so yeah I, I mean it's pretty impressive like back in the day you would go to tower records on the day that led zeppelin was gonna have a show uh or like they announced the ticket sales for the show and there would be a line around the block and i like yeah and that was like there was something kind of exciting about that i never did it because um i was curmudgeonly back then turns out um but yeah but uh yeah so that that's how you had to do it and that felt like and there was like a two ticket limit that seems like a, a very just way to do it unless you're you're agoraphobic or you know don't like to leave the house but then you shouldn't go see live shows yeah that's yeah all right yeah that wouldn't make sense to go see live shows if you're agoraphobic right 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 so anyway. somebody just told me today that the guy the 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 guy in uh the lead singer of weezer was agoraphobic and that or something um uh, yeah he's not normal. Story, john so uh I just wanted to say this that'll age that'll that'll show my age, which I like to do all the time in case people forget how fucking old I am. But I like bare la- bare naked ladies live. They're really fucking good live. Well, you know, it's been it's been. Oh wow, that's pretty good. All right, thanks. So, yep. Uh, they seem like a fun band. They're those Canadians are lots oh. of fun. They, they, yeah, they, uh, yeah. At the end of every show that I've seen, I've seen them like four times. At the end of every show, they do a medley of covers, and it's amazing. And at one, I, the first time I saw them was in Seattle, and they they did an acapella version of "My Name Is Prince," and all they were all da- dancing and doing the beatbox, and uh, you know, "My Name Is Prince" and "I Am Sexy." That song is oh, so fucking funny. That's awesome. It's great, and I'm sure it was very uh, honoring. You know, whatever. Uh, oh like, yeah. yeah, it was. It was good, and it was hilarious, and uh, and it was all part of a big long medley of of covers that they did, and that takes about you know eight minutes, and they go through like twenty songs. It's just like, look, we're gonna show off, and we're gonna have a blast, and you're gonna love it. Yeah, I saw a band. Thank you. We're. I saw a band do Freebird as a as a uh, an encore and it was awesome i mean because they were like like super guitarists and they did it really yeah earnestly and it was just fantastic you know yeah we should the, uh, my band is going to get back together uh as soon as uh jonathan comes back into town and uh we're gonna start doing i think we're gonna you know throw away any any kind of pretensions i'm gonna i'm gonna force this idea and i, I want it i think we'll do we should do Freebird. So, we did that once. We did that once in rehearsal. Man, it's a, such a goofy song. Yeah, it's a silly song. So I, I'm just curious, those who are listening live, what is a great show that you've seen live? I saw, um, I saw Radiohead a few times. They were fantastic live. Um, let's see, um, you saw Prince and and Springsteen. Like, are there any like like uh, dark horses that you like we're naming very popular bands um like any 
Well, I'm like you. I'm kind of curmudgingly. I don't like spending money. So I haven't like gone out. I, I'm not a person who goes out to shows. Um, I, uh, but I did go to like Lollapalooza. I remember my, I went to Lollapalooza and I was like, this is the last time I'm doing anything like this ever again. I'm just it too is old. Exhausting. And your back hurts it's so exhausting, much. Terrible. Like I remember seeing um, this one band uh, or this one show and like I was just lying on my back because I my I physically couldn't stand up. And I was like young. I was like in my early 30s. And then yeah. when Iggy Pop came on, he was just so ridiculous. Like he he was broke three microphones on stage and was complaining, but he kept slamming them to the ground. Like like you only have yourself to blame, you know? And he would be like, and just squirming around. And so then we went back to the, the hotel, the hotel being the, the Queen Mary in, in uh, Long Beach. And there was a, a one-man Elvis impersonator. And that was by far the best musical act uh, that we saw that weekend. It was, yeah. great. it was great. And I, I did see some great music then. But, but it's exhausting to sit out in the sun for a long time you're dehydrated, you're just, your back is killing you, and then you're waiting for the headliners, you know. It's not the way mm-hmm. that humans were meant to, to experience joy. No, it doesn't make any sense. The day that we we went, though, that we saw the Bare Naked Ladies and Hole, and they were both great. And also, and then Cypress Hill was like the, the last show, and that was just weird and awful, and everybody just started burning shit. Yeah. And, uh, oh, by the way, know, was, um, I don't know if we need to say this, but we're fucking old. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Like half the people I just mentioned are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so and they didn't die about they didn't OD. They died of just being old. Uh, Tyson I don't saw think that's true actually. X open for Blondie and at oh my god in, in Washington, and and that that's a great one. That's a you know X in Cervanka is just iconic and and john doe they're the best um and they embody los angeles you know Mm -hmm. Uh, because she had to be los angeles Uh, yeah uh, and blonde well when i I was young i when i was young i saw of course i saw i saw fugazi um and uh and it was very funny i guess i guess fugazi's still around but fugazi was was a straight is a straight edge punk alt band and they were playing a uh, a benefit for the theater I started up in in uh, Seattle, and they kept on. They would after every they go. Yeah, they have that. Okay, guys, man. Okay, man. Don't let's let's calm down in the mosh pit, man. Don't hurt each other. It's all about the love. Yeah. Hey, it's all about the peace, man. So weird. Yeah. And Nirvana, you know, Nirvana played at our theater, and mm-hmm. um, I was there, but I, I was worried about the guy in the bathroom doing heroin and overcrowding, so I didn't pay any attention. Um, and uh, the guys from the Posies played, and they were really good. Oh, the band, this is the band that I loved that didn't go anywhere. It was called Action Buddy, and they had a heavy metal guitarist, and uh, and a funky rhythm section and two rappers and a singer. Awesome. That is a crazy combo. It was uh, kind of like it's kind of like a live version of Run DMC uh before or but 
with more more funky and more rock. Like when Joe Perry was playing Walk This Way with them? Is that right? Yeah, that oh. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, JP says that, that he really enjoyed um, he Seagaros as a live experience. They are one of my favorite bands. It's so crazy. What is it called? Seagaros. They're an Icelandic band. Uh-huh. And like, uh-huh. uh, if you ever saw uh, the... Um, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Um, no, I never did. Oh well, it's it's great. They the the use of that music, the Sigarosa's music in it is just magical. Uh, I highly okay. recommend it to everyone just to see how good. I mean, and this was pre-existing music, so uh, how good music can just elevate a movie into just spectacular uh, stratospheric uh, heights and. You want you want to hear something kind of funny? I thought the Yonsi was a woman, JP, for for like probably a decade. But go ahead. I just I just got Wes Anderson. I just got Wes Anderson. Like I just, uh, understood. And the, the movie that made me get Wes Anderson. Guess what it's called? Um, do you get me now? That's close. It's the French Dispatch. The movie that. The most recent movie he made that everybody dislikes. Oh, he made Asteroid City. But, but that I was I, I watched of the French disliked. Dispatch, and I was like, oh, 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 I get it. Uh, there's his style is very charming, and I think that there are movies where it really, really works, and then there are movies where I'm just like, I get it. Try something else, and you're doing oh. this incredibly well. But I saw you do this in the uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. I saw you doing this in Moonlight Kingdom. Both excellent, excellent movies. And I just couldn't put up with it in the uh, French Dispatch. I, I got through 15 minutes of it. But that's, yeah. on, that's on me. Charming is a word that you use when you um, don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but you do not want to fuck them. Oh, let's see. I'm trying to think of a situation where I've been in a, that I didn't want to fuck somebody whose feelings I didn't want to hurt. Um, hmm. <laughs> so it's a word you don't use, mm, you use pretty no. much. Yeah, yeah, got nothing. <laughs> so yeah. understandable. Yeah. Um, I had a question, John. Like, so you are very much a performer. You're a podcaster. You're an actor. Mm-hmm. You're a band yeah. person. So, Exhibitionist. Um, I wish you would just put on a towel, just like on... What's it like to wish? I don't know. What's it like to achieve everything you envision? That's um, boring. <laughs> Next question. Uh, next, yeah. So, I, um, <laughs> w- which do you like the best? And why? Well, I what mean, I, and why is it of all the of all the all the things I've done? I really enjoy being a porn star most. Um, but I haven't done that as much as you know, and at all, really. It's kind of like I like meatballs, but they don't like me. Um, that that's <laughs> you as a porn star. That's the name of my the movie um, that I made, the porn movie. I like meatballs, but they don't like me. And it didn't do very well. Um, 
let's see, what do I like the most? I mean, uh, first of all, I have to say that the, the, the movie and TV work I've done um, pays better than anything else. Um, and it takes less time and the food is better. <laughs> and uh, so there's that. Um, um, I've got two does, words for you. Pizza Paul. What? I've got two words for you. Pizza Paul. Yeah. 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 Um, that's the meatballs. They don't like a me. About five minutes. The Another inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> okay. This, this is a, a, a pizza place that was just the most mediocre pizza you could ever imagine that was like next to a theater that John started. And uh, it was just an adorable place. Most mediocre is such an interesting. <laughs> most mediocre. Yeah, it's the epitome yeah. of mediocrity. Yeah. yeah. So Paul and Paul was it was his name really wasn't Paul. He was called Pizza Pauls, and he wasn't Italian. He was uh, either Turkish or Iranian, uh, and nobody knew what. And anytime you said you'd go in and you'd say, I, I want to get a slice or no, I want to get, you know, pepperoni pizza or I want to get a hoagie or, or whatever, a submarine with the, you know, and you, you, you look at you and you five minutes. Yeah. Every single time. It was always, no matter what, five minutes. Yeah. You think about it, five minutes. Um, so, uh, and the food wasn't free uh, and it wasn't good. No. But it was, you know, he was nice. Yeah. So, no, he, uh, and his wife was nice. Yeah. So artistically, uh, I, I, theater, theater has been, is, is fun. Um, and, and you get a lot more. I, when it's, the show's good, uh, the, the feedback is really, is really good. The camaraderie. Uh, the camaraderie is it's wonderful. Um, movie making, uh, is kind of, uh, is kind of boring and kind of a slog, uh, and it just it, you just end up going from uh, a sense of excitement on like the first day to just kind of boring. It just continues however long the shoot is. Wouldn't you agree with that, Marty? Um, you were uh, my internet. My breaking up. Uh, yeah, that that's probably me, but. Uh, I think my can you just uh, say that one more time about the about the yeah movie making yeah uh movie making movie making is a is a slog it starts out it starts out like on the first day you're all excited and then you're um by the end of the first day you're kind of exhausted um and bored and then that just continues for as long as the shoot goes even if the shoot goes for ever and if you're an actor, you have to be the person who is performing. Yeah. And you're no matter what the, what, what the situation. That's why, you know, that's why actors on film sets, if you've you know, they're, they're like they're concentrating because they have to, like, create this reality in a in a in a sort of environment that really isn't conducive to it really isn't. Uh, um, so uh, and um but you know, being being in a uh, a band as a uh, being in a band is awesome. I'll bet uh, that's a lot of fun when it's when it's going well and there's a big crowd. It doesn't happen very often, but yeah, not not. I was to, in a band in, not to us. Um, well, I was in a band in in college that was excellent, and uh, 
and that was fun. It's just fun, and, and then be, making music with other people um, is is uh, is a lot of fun. Yeah, I I I know what you're saying. Like, there's uh, for me, like being on a, a set where there are eighty people, hundred people, hundred fifty people, like just gathered around, and they just want you to not fuck up so that yeah. they, they can go home is like yeah. such a an intense pressure that is really really f- like thrilling it's not fun it's thrilling uh, because when you when you do it like you know working on a a soap opera where it's maybe like 20 people but they're trying to get through like 60 pages in a day where yeah you know, like a a normal like hour long tv show they're getting through eight pages in a day and the movie gets through uh, a, a high budget movie gets through like one and a half without special effects gets through like one and a half pages a day like mm-hmm. there's something so thrilling about that and you, you're just like let's do this motherfucker you know it's a, mm-hmm. it's one of the best feelings um it's also a great feeling when you're performing in front of a, an audience of some like whether it's singing or 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 acting but but then there's also just like the idea if you fuck up as a like and you have one line everybody fucking hates you you know mm-hmm. and like and they're like what the fuck this guy had one fucking line you know and you don't really feel valued either way if you do your job you're like they're like, all right, fucker got paid a shitload more than we got paid, and uh, and go fuck yourself, you know. And but if you didn't, if you fuck it up, then it's like that fucker gets paid more than us, and he fucked up, you know. And he kept us here an extra two hours. Like, uh, it's not the most fun. It's not a very artistic endeavor at a certain level, you know, at a level that I was thriving at quote unquote thriving at um and so it's nice to like it's just i like just being able to be creative i like to make people laugh and i like to not have to starve i guess it's just a i i do you miss theater acting in theater okay your your the delay in your response why why don't you Uh, I, I, uh, it's not that I don't, there's not a reason. I just, uh, I thought about it and I, it's not, if I, if I missed it, I would do a lot more to go back to it. I think it might be that my life is too full. Um, but I, I don't, it's not something that I, uh, I'm longing for. And I'll tell you the thing I don't like about, about theater is the, uh, months of rehearsal. Or the weeks of rehearsal, I could really—it's just—it's just a lot of time. Um, like I really, I might, I might go back to doing improv because uh, I really like that. You get this almost the same kind of—you get the same kind of uh, charge. It's a lot of fun, and you get the audience laughing, and the audience is with you. Um, at least when I did it, <laughs> um, you know, and it's fun. And you, but you don't have to go through the, you know, uh, three or four weeks of rehearsal, 
where you're just doing things over and over again. And no, instead you go um, through eight, you, eight years of rehearsal with your team, and, and until you you find a rhythm. Um, yeah, well, that was that was my experience because uh, I, you know, I, it just came naturally to me instantly, and everything was easy. Right, 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 right. I'm just speaking for the humans, the humans. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, what about you, Marty? Oh, I think I pretty much said exactly what I felt. Like I love, I. It's a thrill. You to, want to go back to it though? Oh, uh, someday. Yeah, I mean, my my goal is to to retire and from collect social security and then be like the cranky grandfather and you know who sits in a corner and just drools on himself occasionally and then farts and then says something funny um and then maybe you want to do that on on camera or you just want to do that uh in general doesn't matter does not matter either way either way i've achieved the dream um, Tyson says that. Well, voice... I think that's. I think that's really achievable. I'm halfway there. It's like what... I think you can do it already. It's basically what I do on the podcast, except I need a microphone to catch the farts. Uh, the another one. So Tyson says that voice acting seems fun. Voice acting is fun. I'm. I mean, I I did. I loved doing Subterra. I I did one or two video games um it's yeah it's um it's fun but i'm not great at it but have you have you done that john yeah a little and it is fun yeah i mean the the thing the thing about acting is that um is that it's very fun to do it's very hard to get the jobs and it's very fun to do and then it gets um it gets once the actual job is it takes um it's not, you know, as fun as it might look. Yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, it's more fun than almost anything else. So I don't know what I'm even complaining about. I mean, you know, acting is the only job on in a film is the only, like John, John Enbaum made the movie. Um, did it end up being called Starfucker or was it called something else? Starstruck, I think. Starstruck. So, uh, and I had a little part on that. And I, I, I got to uh, the set, you know. First day of work, and first and only day of work, and I was uh, ten minutes late, and I was greeted with a cup of coffee and a uh, a cute little PA uh, who who led me to my own little trailer and gave me, you know, uh, my costume, and and then I was just sitting there. I, you know, yeah, I did not get head. Did you get head? Did you? Um, but you know, if I'd asked for it, I probably could have. Anyway, it's and you know, it's just you just pretending to be somebody else and then you go home and you get paid yeah and then if you're on a something if you on get something that uh is shown again you know you get paid again but then you know, you know i just got a check for i just got a check for 24 cents for my work on veronica mars no on uh, not on veronica mars on uh, party down starstruck oh nice on, not on star no no <laughs> nobody saw that but, uh no 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 uh, no no but, no but yeah i i was just watching a show on amazon and i was like i think that's phil it was an animated show um the invincible that's a great uh animated show the robert kirkman um yeah show. It, and, yeah but they everybody had a, raves about it yeah it's really good and then they had an offshoot and i was like i 
sound like Phil. And then I heard another person. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds like Phil. And then, but it, one of them was, was Phil Lamar. And I was like, that guy, he's so fucking good because I, it, I don't recognize him. And I have like two voices and I can hear myself every time. So I don't think that's true, Marty. You have more than that. And Phil, but Phil is amazing. And he's always been amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I met him in college and he, uh, he could do all kinds of voices. He was actually before college, he was on a show called, uh, I don't know what it was called, but it was like Mr. T and something. It was a Saturday morning cartoon starting, starring Mr. T and, uh, and Phil played Woody. So he was, he was when a he was voice actor. School? Yeah. When he was in high school. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yep. Very quickly, JP says that uh, he immediately enjoyed French Dispatch more than he expected, but he wasn't take, as mm-hmm. taken with Asteroid City. Did you see Asteroid City? No. Hmm. Not um, yet. I, w- I probably will. I mean, it's, you know, it looks geeky enough for me. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm, I think I would enjoy it. I just have been less interested in movies. I oh, by the way, if you if you want to hear Fugazi, listen to Waiting Room. It's a great, great song. It's a, it's like okay, yeah. I, that wasn't directed at you. You but saw don't, it live. Don't, don't bump into people while you do it because Fugazi will get upset. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You apologize. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, in the pit. Um, but I was watching the uh, volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was just like, just unbearable. Like it was, and I unbearable. I mean, it just wasn't good. Well, yeah, but not quite unbearable. I thought it was charming. Um. Oh my God! Look at you smiling. You know, James doesn't listen to this podcast, and he doesn't remember your name. You know. No, he does. Uh, both of those things are not true in my mind. <laughs> um, the, uh, I, uh, I enjoyed it while I was watching it. So you probably watched it on the TV. Oh, yeah, like doing the dishes and stuff like that. That's the way to watch something. Yeah, that's, um, that's how he intended it, right? When he made it. He was like, they're, they're going to yeah. love this on the, on the drying side. That's my Jimmy Gun. It's timed out. It's actually timed out so that yeah, um, right, right. you know there's certain things that happen right. while you're doing the this pots. Is, and this pans. is where he puts the forks away. That's the dead part, and then we come back with a zinger. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that's the way they make movies nowadays. And then there's a part where you you know obviously you're supposed to go take a shit. Oh, that's that's the sentimental one where you you take your phone in, mm. into the the shitter and like, are you okay in <laughs> <Yes>. there? <laughs> Just leave it alone. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it's a it's the whole new structure of movies. It's based based on what what you're gonna do when you. Oh and then there's God. a little break. You know, after an hour and about after an hour thirty, um, you have to have a little break for. Um, somebody to either take a shit or masturbate do you remember depending that, on the kind of movie that circuit city do i remember the last time i masturbated the, is that what you said the, no I'm sorry, i, I said nothing no you're not listening um but did you ever watch that uh circuit city commercial with jp manu who um no uh, where he would he was in the bat like watching tv 
And then he goes to the bathroom and there's a TV on a shower and he goes to like every room has a TV in it. So he's like reacting (laughs) just in like this is like in the mid 90s, you know, but uh, JP Manu is, uh, you know, he would. Did he ever do anything at Sacred Fools? But I have no idea who he is. So I guess not. Oh, or else I I don't know. uh, He's a really, really funny actor and just a really nice guy. Uh, But he um it's a great commercial and and it doesn't mean anything now because everybody takes their waterproof phone wherever they want to go and like watches the same thing you know but um anyhow it it just made me think yeah so guardians of the galaxy i enjoyed it but i understand uh, after i was done watching it i was i there were some things that really stuck in my mind that i i didn't i didn't like um but i i i I uh, I thought it was there was uh, some funny stuff. I I mean the fact that at one point I mean I, they used to make these movies and the good guys wouldn't kill people. And in this movie they killed people. They just and, and you they feel just said for we're going to kill people. You feel for the people they killed? No, yeah. no, you feel for I mean, the people. One, the, the, you feel you find them sympathetic. The killers, the people that they. Oh, I don't know. I know. I mean, it bothered me. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't understand what you're saying. Oh, I'm, I'm saying that in all these movies that where you wouldn't see the A-team, they always had like suppressive fire that would hit like the, the bad guys at their feet and they would run away. But Every single surface other than a person would be hit by bullets. Right. Bullets apparently were not attracted to people. Yes. In the A team, but the death count of that Groot like amassed is staggering. But we love him. Yes. Well, that I I I got to a point where I was. And there was this one time where they were gonna. Um, there was this one character that they who was a he was a bad guy adjacent, like he was a a henchman. He was a scientist, and they they crushed him underneath a a moving spaceship. They basically mushed him well, over the course of like a mile and then drowned him. It was just like, this is not what good guys do. It, he, was a, he was a proxy for, for Fauci. Oh, God. Yeah, sort of. I mean, that's, that, was his, that was kind of his job. He worked for a bad guy, so he was just destroyed and crushed. It was terrible. Um, anyway, I, that, that really bothered me. Um, and uh but i i i i'm i'm not I, it's one of those things where i enjoyed it but i'm not going to defend it i can't defend right. it right i hated it i enjoyed parts of it but i found it mawkish and that annoys me could you please for our listeners at home not for me not at all but for listeners at home and people who might not know what mawkish is could you please define it while i write it down saccharine cloying Cloying. Yeah, I think I, I think I've Saccharine. hit it. Could you, could you use could you use smaller words? You know what? Saccharine or cloying. Um, okay, mockish. Yeah, you know, and it's spelled M A W K I S H. No, it's just it's spelled R O O M. Room. <laughs> Why don't you just say room? <laughs> 
Uh, Tyson says, I'm what? thinking of seeing Megaf- Why are you so mean? Megaforce soon. I hear it's supposed to be fun. Thoughts? I remember when Megaforce came on on Entertainment Weekly, they had a... What? Wait, what do you mean? What? What do you mean, what? I don't know what Megaforce is. Go ahead. Oh, it's a movie. It's like a it's like a movie uh, with cars in the desert. Like it's like a a shitty road warrior ripoff. Uh, but they're like, you know, they they angled the the windshields on their cars to be bulletproof. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Never saw it. Never had a desire to since then. And once I became an adult, you know. So, but maybe it's good. I, let us know, Tyson, if it's good, and I will watch it. Barry Bosswick if it's in good. It. He was he was in the Rocker Rocky Horror Picture Show. So Barry Bostwick is is a uh, that's a sign of quality. Yeah. Oh, Hal Needham directed it. That that's also another a mark of quality. Yeah, uh, Hal Needham was a famous car uh, stunt coordinator, automobile stunt coordinator. Correct. Hooper? Yeah, and he, he directed Smokey and the Bandit. And Hooper? No, he did stunts for it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did he do stunts? Let's see. I'm looking at his things here. What did he direct? He directed 20 things. He did st- stunts for all those dumb shows. And then he directed... doesn't even say. What? He did stunts on so many things, there's not space for him to talk about. Yeah. Or else I don't know how to use IMDb anymore. So- I think that's what it is. You liked French Dispatch, but you had never seen any of his uh, other movies. I hadn't. I, I'd watched uh, Fantastic some of his Mr. other Fox. movies. Which one? Fantastic Mr. Fox. I did see that, and I saw the uh, the Magnificent Ambersons, or the Magnificent uh, of the Ambersons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I saw Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. And I saw Macbeth. Streetcar Named Desire. And I saw Rhoda. These are all things I saw. What are we talking about? These are I'm the sorry, things that John saw. These are the things that John saw. <laughs> it's a new segment um, on the show. Like, but it's only things from 1972. <laughs> um. I saw Maud. So, what was the what was the movie where the family the, that he did with the the uh, the mighty Tenenbaums? <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Uh, um, okay. and uh, I saw the one about the people on the train, the in mighty India. mighty Tenenbaums. Yeah. Okay. So you you've seen a bunch, but it was only this one that you reacted to. You're like, ah, this guy's got honestly, some honestly, uh after seeing the French dispatch, I can, I tried to watch the hotel, uh, Budapest, hotel, Ho- the Grand Budapest hotel. Yeah. That one. Um, hotel Rwanda. Is that what it is? The Grand I, Budapest I watch, Rwanda hotel. Yeah. Budapest hotel. I've tried to watch that a couple of times and I just basically go, I don't care. So maybe after the French Dispatch, I can watch it and go, oh, it's not about me caring. It's about the set design. Yeah, ah, yeah. I get it. Actually, you should watch uh, You should watch the, the one with the Boy Scouts um, and Bruce Willis. Moonlight uh, Midnight Cowboy? Moonlight Midnight Kingdom Come, Thy Will Be Done. 
Uh, it's it's actually, the last emperor. It's it's really sweet. It's it's very sweet. Can we just talk about how the last emperor actually won best picture? It's just for a ridiculous. And- it's a, the most dull movie, the dullest movie one might say uh, that I've ever seen. And I like. Let's see. Can we think? Of, wait. Can we think actually of a duller movie? Let's think. Hmm. Hmm. What's the Andy Warhol no, movie can... where it's like like twenty four hours of just filming Empire. Up? Empire. Wait, wait. Or, or wait, the one about... Explain it. Because Empire is 24 wait, hours. Explain it. Well, okay, Empire is um, is riveting movie about where you... He, what Andy Warhol did brilliantly is he took a camera. He's actually some other Andy Warhol guy. No, it he, was like a 22-year-old who was like, oh, I'm working for Andy Warhol. You sit here uh, for yeah. an, 24 hours and you film this fucking building. Yeah, he sounded just like that. And so that's what, well, you just took away my thunder. I was going to tell the plot and you just did it, <laughs> asshole. No, no, go ahead. Tell us, tell us what you love about it. Okay. So what happened was. Okay. So what happens is. And they, oh, and they aimed, aimed at the Empire State Building for 24 hours. And then, then they showed it and in real time. It wasn't. And that's the movie. It's really. That's it. Yeah, there's another one called Sleep, which is eight hours long, yeah. and it's of a couple sleeping. Joe D'Alessandro and somebody else. Yeah, um, so that's those are those movies. But I think Last Emperor is more boring than those. Uh, yeah, yeah, certainly more annoying, and and it won best fucking. Picture. It won like eleven Oscars or ten Oscars. It's like ridiculous. A friend of mine or an associate person of mine went in to audition to be the kid and his brother got the got the okay, role that and is me and, and i would wish you would not it, bring it, that up but, it's not you mm, it really is a person well, that i know it, i'm someone you know and i did not get that part so therefore ergo henceforth i am that person okay could you please define ergo i just gotta write it down yeah it means henceforth and uh, I, actually, I do know somebody who was in that. How is that spelled? I have no idea. I know Ergo R-O-O-M. because it's, it's in the crossword puzzles, but I do know somebody who was in that movie. And um, any terrible movie. So I digressed and ruined everything. So uh, we were talking about Moonlight Kingdom, I think. Wait, no, and, no. Go um, back to where you admitted to ruining everything. I went. I ruined everything. That's going to be on the. Is that going to be the name of the podcast? I ruined everything. John ruins everything. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to John ruins everything, starring um, Marty Yu yeah, as the protagonist the, and John Sylvain as the guy who ruins everything. The remake of John dies in the end. Look it up. John dies in the end. Yeah, look it up. I, you know what I saw? John this... Dies in the end. The... What? No, I have no idea what you saw. I'm not you. Okay, you don't always. Just in case there was any question. <laughs> Please don't feel obliged to speak every thought that comes to your head. But as much as solipsism, synecdoche, I don't know. Um, I saw now that's a movie. That's a good movie. I saw Sideways. Uh, oh, again. you did? Yeah, and I and like my, my wife was watching it because, and I said, oh, you know, I'll, I'll come in and out, and I watched the whole fucking thing. It was. So I don't want to hear about your sex life. Sorry, I had to say that. 
It was a good, huh? You, you didn't have to say any of these things, John. That's a thing. Solipsism, 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 <laughs> solipsism. Uh, it, it's, it holds up really well. Thomas Hayden's yeah. church is so good. Paul yeah. Giamatti, who um, I've the only thing I've ever said to him is, can I have more noodle kugel? Um, and it's such a good movie. And Virginia Madsen's great in it. Sandra Oh is great in it. It's a, it's a fantastic movie. Oh my God, Sandra O's in it. She looks like a child. She looks like a child. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. So, um, she's so good in it too. Yeah, well, she. You know, I don't know if you know this about Sandra O, oh, but she's a talented actress. Wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! She's talent. That's a radical thing to say. I know. Um. Yeah, she's just coming off of her her triumph of uh, what, what was the name of that terrible show? Arliss. God, what a terrible show! Oh my God! So uh, I just recently watched um, the Last Emperor and Arliss, and then I uh, why and why and why? Right, right. It's like, yeah. What was it, the last things that John did? Oh, like he's missing. All we found was like, um, like. Uh, an empty box of jujubes and uh, the DVD boxes for Last Emperor and Arliss. He's and dead. He goes, what is, He's dead. What is He's gone. He's gone. He went to Asteroid City. And some Arby's rappers. Um, yeah. So, okay. Like somebody's trying to make an, a, another sequel to Tron. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, there's a movie that might be more boring than The Last Emperor. Yeah. Um. So Mega Megadeth or Mega Megatrends or Mega Megatron or what was it? Megaforce. We were talking about Megaforce. Yeah. Hal yeah. Needham. So, uh, yeah, you should definitely watch Megaforce. I'm sure it's a great, big, gigantic, entertaining schlock fest. Turd. Barry Boswick oh, really is. If you look up his his over, Barry Boswick just had no trouble saying yes. <laughs> I don't know, John. You're on this podcast, so yeah. Hey, listen. You know, if I had Barry Boswick's uh, bland face, I uh, uh, and his, I would say yes to everything he said yes to too. So, John, JP was just wondering why we hadn't said the word indictment in the podcast. Well, first of all, um, when I say certain words, people make fun of the way I say them. Try, try it. Try it Be- because in die in dictment in dictment it's spelled in dictment, <laughs> so that's how I say it in dictment. Uh, yeah. Say oeuvre, it's say oeuvre in oeuvre. My in within the oeuvre of indictments, um, the why have that... we said the word indictment? Why, Marty, you're the person who likes to bring up shitty news. I so just, why don't we talk more about indictment? I just did. I brought it up. Oh, that's right. So, so when I when you brought it up, and then I said, "Why haven't you brought it up?" Isn't that kind of meta stupid, in a way? When I say Actually, indictment, you say meta stupid. <laughs> what? What? When what I say indictment, you say stupid. Trump. Stupid. Um, yeah, so uh, so uh, the the uh, the uh, our former president of the United States has 
it's only been indicted four times. It's only happened four times in history. And and it's happened uh, over the past 60 days, all four of them. Wait, not just four indictments, but 81 counts of felony. You know, 81 oh, felony counts. Um, somebody. I think you are. The answer no, was me. I, I'm just echoing what CNN told me. So uh, how, the indict, indictment, the, the, there was an indictment, and um, how many charges of felonies? 81 is what they said, but I don't know. 81 felonies. I like to say 80-1. And that's how many more than, than other presidents? I think it's, uh, let me, hold on, let me just look it up. Hal Needham, uh, it's 81. Yeah, let me do some math here. Hal Needham plus Burt Reynolds equals Megaforce. Dom DeLuise. <laughs> I, that's the worst Dom DeLuise. I apologize. I, no, you should. That was terrible. Um, so, indictment. So, what do you think about all these indictments? Oh, by the way, did you know that Trump, um, 18 million Americans think that we should uh, we should take up arms and violently fight for Donald Trump's right to be president because he was um, not, uh, you know, rightfully uh, defeated uh, in an election and uh, we should take back the country? Well, I would hope that... 18 the th million, and they're I all would, armed. I would hope that the 320 other million Americans would have objections to that. I think, first of all, there's more than 300 million people, and I don't think you can do math. Second of all... Wait, um, I didn't... Say, they're like, they're not 400 million. I was going for 350. I think that you what you said and 18 million didn't add up to 300 I in my mind because I wasn't listening. So anyway, you think that so we, we should have a, a civil war. Here's the problem, Marty. Those 18 million people are extremely well armed and the rest of us don't have as many guns as they do. I was actually right on. There are 340 million people and I, I was like two million short. Sorry, John. I thought you said two hundred and something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I wasn't listening. Um, but I, I still stand by my conclusion that you were wrong. I accept it. Yes. So, um, so what do you think about the indictments from I, Georgia? I, you know, there are two things that I worry about. Is that he gets arrested, and or or, or gets convicted, goes to prison. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he's disgraced, and then Chris Christie becomes president of the United States. Not the worst thing, but he's kind of a dick. Um, but he's very smart. Yes, no, he is a dick. Yeah, he's he's not he's not an incompetent no um, he's a uh, person. And and right uh, now and, he's number two. He's number two in New Hampshire. Number two, I think that Chris Christie. Um, would not be a bad, uh, it would not be the worst Republican nominee uh, in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Um, I would not be uh, appalled. I would not vote for him. Yeah. And I do think he's a great big asshole. Yeah, yeah. But he's certainly not a complete incompetent monster. No. Um, so there you go. That's my, that's what I think about Chris Christie. Yeah. So that that is my worry. I, I feel like the longer that Trump goes on, the m more chance that Biden gets reelected. But 
also that's kind of weird too. Like he's not my first choice. I don't know who my I don't have a first choice. So it's a very weird time uh, right now. I want I want either Arnold Schwarzenegger or Oprah. We're talking about presidency, not not who you want on your your uh, your happy meal. Do you think there's a difference? Um, I guess. Uh, all right, fair, fair. Um, but anyhow, God, if I ate a happy meal, I would not be happy. I'm just thinking so about that. What do you think the chances are of convictions on any of those eighty-one charges? Well, uh. In an ideal world, um, I believe that he did almost everything that he has been indicted for. And so uh, and I believe that those things are provably illegal. And so uh, I think he should probably be found guilty. And I think he should um, be punished and go to jail. Uh, so that's what I think should happen. Um I think uh, that there's the argument that if he was dumb enough to believe that he didn't uh, lose, like he believed his own bullshit, somehow that makes him um, immune from some of the charges, is um, I, I can understand actually uh, the, um, the the sort of legal reasons for that but it really also confuses me because like if i come over to your house and i um steal all of your money and uh sneak in and use your warmed toilet um then uh, and you, Wait, you charge me for again well no it was a totally hypothetical uh i mean it's never happened it didn't happen last night um, and if it did, I don't. I didn't know it was illegal. That was you. And I thought, I thought it was my house. I was, I thought it was my house because I was, uh, you know, high on um, certain things. Uh, so it's, uh, you know what I mean. Anyway, the point is that it's illegal. It he he broke the law, and ignorance is not a defense. And but apparently it is. When you're that rich and just oh. stupid. When you're that stupid, apparently ignorant. He's got a great <laughs> memory. A certain level of stupid. He's got a great mind. He was a president. He's a billionaire. He's a genius. He's a he's a uh, a genius. What kind of genius is he? Mm, hypocritical genius. Oxymoronic genius. No, there was a specific. It was a specific kind of genius that he said. Uh, what was a genius? A kind of genius. I'll wait. Waiting. 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 Stable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very stable genius. Um, I'm supposed to see Barbie tomorrow. Did you see, uh -huh. did you see Barbie? I saw Barbie twice. Um, because you're a masochist? Now, you haven't seen it yet. Uh, no. And you expect to dislike it? No, no, I expect to like it. I, I'm just kidding. Like, I think Greta Gerwig is a great director, great storyteller. Frances Ha is like one of my favorite black and white movies made after... Uh, when was Manhattan made? Made the year after Manhattan. 
No, I didn't even like Manhattan. Manhattan's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> fuck that pedophile. I think piece of shit. Piece of shit is very strong. I. It's creepy. Manhattan. It's a, it's a creepy ass it movie. Is creepy. <laughs> Every movie that guy made is creepy. But the question is, is it better than say I don't know, The Last Emperor? Yes. Oh my god. Don't even. Why are you giving me that like decision? This is like Sophie's anti-choice. Uh, but no, like Francis Ha is a great movie. Lady Bird is a great movie. I didn't see Little Woman because it's where are the dudes. Um, and I, but I'm looking forward to seeing all. Oh, those, Timothy Chalamet is never mind. You're all right. those where are Kens. The dudes? All those Kens. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's his face? Ryan Johnson? Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds? Ryan No, no. Gosling? Ryan Pine. Make, make, way, make way for Gosling? Ryan Pine, make I way think for his name. Ryan, Ryan Pine? Ryan, Ryan Hemsworth. Uh, Ryan, no, it's Ryan's Hope. Um, he's got like a 16-pack. A, a okay. Write me a check for $3 million and give yeah. me... Like six weeks, I'll have a twenty thousand pack. You know, I can write you a check for three million dollars right now. All right, bring me cash. You can't. You can't. <laughs> oh, he learned his lesson so fast. Yeah, Fuck. fucking asshole. You're a fucking asshole. You're with your indictments. I'll indict <laughs> you. I'm undictable. I'll I'll indict you right up the yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, it's good. Right. I like it. And the th here's the thing. I think Bar Bar Barbie is um, one of the reasons that it's so good is because I can tell you it's good and you're going to go to it and you're going to start watching it and go, oh, my God, why do people think this is good? This is so over the top stupid. And then by the end, you'll be like, oh, my God, it won me over. Mm. It's just so fucking weird. And, and and at the same time, smart and good. Look, I watched Heart of Stone and was like, this is terrible. And was like laughing and enjoying it. Like, it's a terrible movie, but I enjoyed it. Remember when we went and saw uh, Ace Ventura and we all thought it was going to be terrible? Oh, my God. I almost pissed my pants. I didn't. I, no, so I think I did piss my pants because my roommate tackled yes, me. Yes, you did. You... My roommate what? tackled me as I was trying to go to the bathroom and he tackled me on the ground. It was so fucking funny. And this was the second one. Wasn't it? Uh, the, when I went, I went and saw Ace Ventura at when I Chinese? first moved to Los Angeles with you guys. At the uh, Chinese, you and and Dan. I I don't. Was it at the Chinese? Yeah, I thought it maybe it was. It, yeah. Anyway, and and it so was funny. the expectation. The expectation was that it was going to be a piece of crap, and we were going to go make fun of it. And and it was actually. A fantastically wonderful piece of crap yeah. that made us laugh our fucking asses off. Yeah. And that's why movie reviewers are just, they don't have a lot of, I don't know, whatever. Uh, they don't know how to live, those people. They need to get laid from a guy like. Yeah. Am I right? John and I are high fiving each other right now as if we can speak with authority about these such things. Yeah. I remember. I remember back when I used to get laid. Mm, no, I don't. I don't. I forget. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't hey, uh, John, did you want? What's to talk it like? About, did you want? To, I I couldn't tell you. What did you want? Did you want to talk about anything else, or else we can just wrap up? 
Oh, let me let me check my notes here. Let me see if there's actually anything I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, no, we can talk about it like like when it's less painful. But yeah, I, w- I want to talk at some point about ADHD and how horrible it is. Um, uh, wait, you don't have I, it, I don't want do you? To. I do. Yeah, I do have it a little bit. But there's somebody in my family who has uh, who I recently helped with um, certain things. So I don't want to name them in any way, shape, or form, but. Uh, I was working with them and it was just exactly having a conversation with them about this particular assignment they need to do was like having a conversation with a litter of kittens. Yeah. What's the problem with that? Meow, 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 nothing. Meow, 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 nothing. Meow, 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 meow. No, as somebody who goes through that and and it, it it you still have to live your life um and and you have yeah. to try to to live I a, could I could see how hard it was for you to get actually through that sentence because you were distracted by your thoughts Well there's a fly right here and Gal Gadot is right there and Jordan Baker's right there but like it is it is Baker Baker <laughs> He is. He, I can show you that. I can move the camera. Like I'm watching. Um, the, Are you watching like two movies while while we're doing the podcast? Uh, one's wrapping up. It's just the credits. But <laughs> I, it, it's I sympathize. It's like really, really hard to deal with things, and at the same time, it's really frustrating when you're on the other end of that, and you're like just fucking like. All you have to do is fill out one form, you know, to, yeah. you know, it's like, how fucking hard is that? And it's like, yeah. Ah. Um, so yeah. I, I totally get it, but yeah, it, it's hard and, and it's hard to be sympathetic. And I think that's, um, or uh, empathetic, I guess. Or no, it's hard to just be like, just get your fucking shit done. Like I remember I was. You know, I had a whole year to do my senior thesis, and I basically wrote it all in one night. You know, and yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is the worst." And you just—I don't know. I, I I don't know how things get done. And the other thing is, you wake up the next day with like this, like that wasn't so bad. Like I should have started right. earlier. Yeah, and that is a that was that was the thing. That, so I went through this with um, this person that I'm related to. Who his name Steve, Steve Kruger. Yeah, I, it was so. I was, so Steve Steve Kruger had this um, had this paper that was due, um, and uh, it was due in May. It's actually four papers. They're all very short, and uh, if he didn't finish them, um, he would fail out of college, um, and then he got an extension to, to last. Monday and then he got another extension to this Monday and so being related and um, uh, and caring about Steve I don't know why because he's a dick um, but you know I wanted to help him out so I started to help him out and I realized oh no it wasn't one paper like he told me and it wasn't two papers like he told somebody else it was actually four papers and um, so I stepped in and I helped a lot I didn't do the work well, I did the work for him. I, I did the, I did a lot of the work for him. Um, 
And uh, but he knew it. He knew what to do. He just was so he had that process problem where he looked at the the thing and said, this is so hard. I think what I should do right now in order to tackle this problem is watch a YouTube video about the casting of Marvel superhero movies. Wait, can you, can um, you just send me that link, please? Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Continue with the story. Just send me the link. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Just relax. Need, yeah. Jesus. So we worked, we worked basically uh, for 48 hours straight together. And then uh, he he got really, really effective near the end and, and it was due at six o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. And, um, and he, and the time was ticking away and he had it all ready to go. And then he went to turn it in electronically and he needed to do a few other things. <laughs> and so he turned in at six twelve. <laughs> I can, I can totally identify with every single like frame of that movie, you know? Yeah. So, so I'm going to uh, take him up to the top of a mountain and, and uh, to sacrifice him and yeah, see if yeah. God stop. Yeah, yeah. You're a Gamora. Bye. It's Isaac and Abraham. Jeez. People are so like illiterate. Well, I think people, that was not you, incredibly... not you, not you, but some people are just so like unaware of shit. You just want to punch think, him in the head. I think that was pretty, uh, Gamora? I, no, I I think what that means is I know my audience. Um, so look, everybody, look on look on. Sorry for that indict, indictment. Indictment. Go on uh, YouTube. Look at Framed with Jodon Baker. There's an incredible stunt, one of the craziest stunts I've ever seen, uh, where a, a guy's on the train tracks and like gets basically hit by a car, and there's a giant flame ball of flame that just engulfs him. And he's like, fine, you know, but um, in the seven, this is 1975. There were these things, times were different back then. I guess I could post it, but I don't care. Um, so is this a Hal, Hal Needham stunt? No, I, I actually like was looking like it's one of the craziest stunts I've ever seen. And I was like looking, I, I saw a couple interviews with the stuntman and he never mentioned it. And like, that's kind of a stuntman way. It's like, eh, you know, it's just a day or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. I, I, I think I broke my neck. It was the fourth or fifth time I broke my neck. Was it the sunburn or the third degree burn that went over like 80% of my body? Eh, who can, who can say? Um, I remember that was the time that I got divorced for the eighth time when I was in the hospital for that broken neck so, um and then afterwards uh that's when i met uh burt reynolds and uh we went to tijuana and we came up with the idea for smoking the bandit right uh eight like how needham lived in like burt reynolds's like guest house famously i think um but they when i was due to graduate like the day before i was supposed to graduate like I had one class. It was like a pass-fail class, film class, and I just like turned in a stack of all the essays that I was supposed to do, and the TA was like, "I'm not going to take these." And I was like, "I was like, what? No, you have to take them. Like, oh, I'm not going to graduate." And then she's like, "Fine, whatever." But I was, I stand by those essays. They were good. Um. 
but that is that is the life I led. Like it's a crazy, it's a crazy way to go through life to and and basically to an ADHD person, like a game of of Frogger is the same as saving someone's life as a in, if you're a brain surgeon and or you know. Uh, whatever watching paint dry like whatever just occupies your mind enough to fill that that dopamine gap and that's how it yeah. works and and it, it, the equations of is this going to be important in 5 seconds 50 seconds 5 minutes 5 hours 5 days 5 years you know like that's just that equation just goes out the window because you're only thinking about yeah. 5 milliseconds you know yeah and that is the definition yep. of a large part of ADHD right so so uh there's ADHD stands for attention deficit you lost me i i i'm gone ADHD, I'm, I'm, hyperactive, I'm work disorder. disorder. I'm working on a crossword puzzle right now. So, so, but somebody pointed out it's not really a deficit; it's attention management. You pay, you're paying, you have, you have no problem paying attention. And I was th- talking to my therapist because I have ADHD. Um, I tried to get it diagnosed, and the, the the psychiatrist said, "Were you bad at math?" In in high school, and I said no. He said you don't have ADHD, and I said oh, okay, okay. And then he said, do you have trouble finishing things? And I looked around. I looked at all the things I'd completed, compared to everybody else in the world, and I said no, I complete a lot of things. And he said you don't have ADHD. And then I thought, yeah, but I start more things than most people. And uh, no, so then I took showing the off. I am. I'm totally flexing. No, that was totally. I, I was just being an I, asshole. I don't finish anything, you know. Oh, all right. So I have it. Uh, you have it worse than me. So okay. yes, I win. What do you want? A medal? I win. Yeah, yeah. You win. You totally win. You're better than me at everything. Just this one. You're thing. taller than me. You have better hair. You have better voices. Your house is nicer. All right. You're better at at. You're better at the tech of podcasts, which is astonishing. <laughs> Um, you're, you're, you're better at, uh, All right. the, um, All right, John. uh, last emperor. Um, when I think Trivia. about the last emperor, uh, uh, yeah. I think last emperor cosplay, I'm so that. much better than you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Arliss, when you were in Arliss, I thought it was better than the time I was in Arliss. Okay. That was Sandra O, but whatever. Thanks. I don't not I you know racist. Funny, I do not confuse you and Sandra O ever. That's never been a problem. I have never seen you and said, "Oh, that's Sandra." Oh no, that's not Sandra. Until o. just now. Until just now. And and by the way, JP, it was Wait, that oh, it was the the quarter digital video that showed that framed video that was just like insane. It was crazy. Um yeah, it it was really really good. Uh, Quarter Digital is one of the best uh, YouTube channels out there. They get great guests. They've had like Seth Rogen on to like they just had an ILM guy on just talking about all the digital um, the digital uh, effects they've done. They've had stuntmen on, and um, 
they also create great, great content. They just did an an AI anime movie. It's like a 16-minute movie. It's the second one. And like they're both proof, proofs of concept. And it is stunning. And it was still like probably like 20 people who worked on it. But 20 people to make a 16-minute anime that looks really good is kind of astonishing, you know. Is it? 16 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of amazing. And the more they do it, the the less... Like, there, a lot of it was just developing the tools to do this stuff. So, so basically, they were filming live-action people, and they would uh, have these algorithms superimpose these digital, uh, like, anime people on top of them. And they de-aged people, yeah. and they, they manipulated voices. Though That was not so good. But, but it, it was like, it's just fascinating how how these tools and it was all open source stuff all the software was free and that is or stolen or pirated no no it's open source no or stolen from your house at night john and they didn't know it was legal uh, what i'm sorry i i I dozed off for a second yeah no no they actually they actually contacted the developer for one of them and he helped them develop it to be better like it was it's just um it's is stunning. this this is called quarter corridor video? corridor digital Cor- and corridor digital and they do wait they, a minute are you saying the corridor like hallway i'm saying room uh so it's a long room it's a long room with doors at the end uh and digital so you know marty you really when you say corridor you just sort of skip an entire like syllable it's corridor ah oh, man you put me in my place oh what am i gonna do with that all right i, I just i mean the people at home are gonna be confused by your the way you pronounce a particular chamber in a house is weird i, I mean people should not make fun of people for the way they pronounce the names of particular areas in a structure. I think, I think it's racist. Corridor. <laughs> All right. I'm sleep deprived. I'm still, just going to, I'm just going to turn this off and John's going to just go on and on him and his friends. Room. His friends are me in my room. You get me right. Me and my, I'll be just be alone in my room with your friends. With my friends, um, isn't that a Beach Boys song? In my corridor. Uh, and um, the other thing, and JP brought this up, is corridor digital. Corridor digital. They have a, a their own website where they give you tutorials on how they do these things. And again, these like with specifically with this anime thing, they give you all the the guidance if you want to do it. It's fucking hard. It's not easy. But if you're a small group of people who are willing to spend, like, whatever, all your free time in a room in front of, in a room, in, like, just working on your computer, like, you're going to, you can do cool things if you have the right imagination. It's, it's stunning. Marty, can I interrupt you for a second? 
Oh, do you wait, think that this you... is so interesting that you ask. For I know, once. it's kind of weird. Yeah. I just wanted to shake things up a little bit. Do you think that you are a small group of people? Because if you think that you are a small group of people, you really should see somebody about that. Hmm. That was a, that was a, that was a, I was trying to be funny as you are individual. You're not a small group of people, but if you think you're a small group of people, then maybe you have no, I, some kind of mental illness. Okay. Oh, hmm. Okay. Get it? You see what I'm, what I was saying is like, if you think as a person, you think you're a small group of people, then then you're probably thinking you have multiple personalities. Is it better when I explain it? Keep going. Court, quarter quarter video or corridor video or room video or what? Why why are you sitting back and just watching? Because you know, I could I could go on and on and it won't make any sense at all. Well, wow, that's so crazy all. in the deep deep hole that you're digging yourself. You're still right up on that mic. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, corridor, corridor video. No. And so corridor digital. Digital. Okay. So and you said, I swear to God, I have been misunderstanding everything you've said. So do they have a, they have a website or is it or is yeah, it? Yeah. Just go I to mean, just go to corridor YouTube. crew or corridor digital, and corridor digital is more interesting. It's just great. They're. they're it's it's right great content every saturday and sunday they release right. great great content on okay uh, yeah. like and just dude, and you're saying i'll i'll enjoy it yeah because like they're so uh. these are young like creative people who are doing awesome awesome things like and they're you know it's not like the if you're looking for story not the place to look but if you're looking for like innovation and like resourcefulness and that's what's so cool about that's what i get excited about so i just i saw talk to me and i think i mentioned it to you did i oh yes you did like yeah you've talked about it quite a bit well, about just, just, talk to me just and... once um just the last time and no i think it's it's well it felt like a lot yeah oh my god all right but like youtubers like they're they're really thoughtful, and that's so much more interesting than to me than watching a Steven Spielberg produced fifth uh, Indiana Jones, which I will see eventually. I will happily see, but I just didn't, haven't been able to get out. But. Yeah, well, you know, I think that we should talk. Well, you should go see it while you're watching watch washing the dishes. I'm I sorry, think that's I say what it was made for. Uh, watching, While you are washing, watching, watching the dishes, watching the dishes, washing the ditches. While you're watching the okay, ditches, just go like Tyson is like corridor digital website, digital website. Corridor. While you are watching, digital watching dot the ditches, com. you should see. Indiana Jones and the style of destiny on the side of a pizza box. The Guardians of the Dial of Destiny part Elita Battle Angel. Red leather, yellow leather. Yellow leather in my room. Thank you for this stroke portion of the show. We look forward to 
talking to you next week. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the conversation, and if you, especially if you can't be there on the X. And if you want to talk about the indictments on the X, this is the place. We'll be here talking about the indictments. We'll be here in this room talking about the indictments uh, in the corridors, corridors of power. power. So, John, do you have anything to to you want to send people to media wise besides watching your webcam? I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's any good. I've been binge-watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and it is a lot of fun. And so I'm like seven years behind the times. Oh, well, it just ended this past year. so. Uh, yeah, but it feels like it's been around forever. But she, I think Rachel Brosnahan is a delight. Is, uh, a delight. And also uh, Tony... Uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, I think he's a good actor. Whoa, hot take from John. <laughs> Jesus. And Stephanie Shu, is that her name? She's in that, and she's oh, great. Oh, is she really? She oh. was, I just yeah. realized that she, she yeah, was in Shang-Chi. Uh, she, she was? Yeah, She remember there's the couple that they're telling their the, the story? Yeah. To, yeah, she's the... She's At the, the end? Yeah, she, and the beginning. You know, it's the the book. Oh, yeah. Oh well, she has a pretty big role and very very cool and and kind of sexy in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, starting in season three. Right. She's really and, really uh, talented. I I'm a huge. She fan. is just charismatic as fuck. Yeah. So send us your emails, noonerpodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what you want us to talk about, what you want to share, and if I can figure out. This uh, digital thing, like uh, it took me 20 minutes to, to realize, oh, you have to plug it in. You have to plug the microphone into the socket to get it to work. That was the issue. So uh, 13, 12, you know, I, I'm not going to say that you're you're uh, you're dumb because I'm not going to say that. Thanks, John. Um, you're welcome. All right. But you're the one who's got his microphone or his his I, I'm getting my own feedback from your sound. So there we are. What? Really? Is it bad? This whole tired time? Yeah. After two hours, you're going to tell me that the sound is bad? So You're such a good QA guy. On that note... QA. Qua. You're Qua. I like to call them Quas. Uh, every, I really am tired. Yeah, uh, me too. So everybody, thank you so much for <laughs> bearing with us. We've had... This is such a good night, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Quarter. 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 The quarters. Oh, wait. The no, quarters here's what. Are. Like, the, the look at, I can't even get. Are. See, I couldn't even get the, the, the indictments in the quarters. Quarters of power. 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 Quarter. 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 Pimp that fuck.
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com.